AG Bar toys with Congress like a cat. Feminazis get wokefished. And we take a look at the dump of documents Epstein left behind when he didn't kill himself. All that and more on today's Mystery Men podcast. Um, well, welcome to today's show. I think we're just going to get right into it, just like Fredo Cuomo, and uh, take a look at Bill Barr. Uh, As you heard in the intro, we had uh, some music playing, and that was actually Bill Barr showing everybody how to play the bagpipes. Can I just say I learn more and more about Bill Barr every yeah. day? Like, he is like the <laughs> ultimate Renaissance man, right? It's like Leonardo right. da Vinci is running the Attorney General's office now. <laughs> Comedian, Attorney General, bagpipe enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm perusing Twitter earlier this week. And, uh, you know, somebody posts, I think it was on Barstool News, like somebody, they post like a link to some clip that somebody mixed together. So AG Bar, like, I don't know what this is. He's at some function. And uh, I think they have, you know, some it's a birthday party. Yeah, <laughs> probably. And basically, you know, they're playing the bagpipes. They have like this whole theme going. And then he like gets up from his seat on the stage and then walks behind uh, and grabs a bagpipe and starts playing the bagpipe. Like, was like he... there's just an extra one sitting there. Or did he, <laughs> that was his. I mean, like, like, I really want to know more about that story. So let, let, so basically, you know, that, that clip was already out there, but somebody spliced in clips of the <laughs> attorney general being basically interrogated by a lot of the Democrats this week by Congress. Are you aware that the rector of the church, that the Episcopal Archbishop of Washington and the presiding bishop of the Episcopal Church nationally, along with the Catholic bishop of the Archdiocese of Washington, all denounced this police assault on the civil rights and civil liberties of the people? Did they do that before or after the fire was put out? So how can you sit here and tell us why should I investigate the president of the United States if you're not even aware of the facts concerning the president <laughs> using the pardon or commutation power to swap the silence of a witness? Because we, we require uh, you know, a reliable predicate before we open a criminal investigation. And Mr. Barr, if I Yeah, but this is a hearing. I thought I was the one that was supposed to be heard. Well, I, I waited 45 uh, an hour for you this morning. I haven't had lunch. I'd like to take Mr. a five-minute break. Mr. Attorney General, we're, we are almost finished. We're, we're, we're going to be finished in a, in a few minutes. Otherwise, 
you can, we can certainly take a break, but um, you're real class. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Class. After the, yes. After this, if you still well, want, we'll have a break. No. But in fact, you have no evidence that foreign countries can successfully sway our elections with counterfeit ballots, do you? No, I don't, but I have common okay. sense. Body right here would rise up if they decided to go tonight and paint the Capitol building? This body, I'm not sure. What makes me concerned for the country is this is the first time in my memory that the leaders of one of our great two political parties uh, the Democratic Party are not coming out and condemning mob violence and the attack on federal courts. Uh, why can't we just say, you know, the violence against federal courts has to stop? Could we hear something like that? Since when is it okay to try to burn down a federal court? If someone went down the street to the Prettyman Court here, that beautiful courthouse we have right at the bottom of the hill, and started breaking windows and firing industrial-grade fireworks in to start a fire, throw kerosene balloons in and, and start fires in the court, is that okay? Is that okay now? No, actually, I need to answer that question. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, you did answer the question. No, you I'll said under penalty of perjury. I'm going to answer the damn question. Okay? You said the answer and, was and, yes. And, He was never seen again. <laughs> he just like wanders off. So you, we have uh, Bill Barr, you know, throwing down on all the uh, Democrats. That I mean, did any of you guys get a chance yeah, to watch man. any excerpts I, from that? I, I watched pieces of it. I didn't see the whole thing because, oh my god, I hate Jerry, Jerry Nadler. He's, oh my god. he's the worst. <laughs> he was like falling like asleep. a fat golem. Yeah, did you see the clips of him falling asleep? Yeah, he's during... falling asleep during that whole thing, and I was just like, oh, you're, uh, I, I. I hate him so much. And then he, 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 he woke up to like pick something out of his teeth or something and wipe it on his hand, and then he went back to sleep. Oh, it was the ear. His ear. ear, ear like, yeah. Like... <laughs> and then, okay, so did you all, guys also see, I, I don't know if it was like, I think it was this week, and Fleckus Talks was, or maybe oh, it yeah. was last week. He was yeah. like, oh, right, I seen hey, hey, what do you think about all the... Uh, rioting going on in in uh, portland and stuff and uh he his, basically his response was oh it's just a myth <laughs> yeah. and then and then i've seen clips of people like posting up that response and then as you know like a green screen background like all the rioting videos <laughs> <laughs> well i heard like also they even showed him like some of the riots and he's just like, oh you must see it Trump's board would try to get Trump off of the hook or something like that. It's just like it's just a stupid response. Wow. Well, either way, uh, all that to say, Bill Barr is pretty awesome so far. He hasn't really. Yeah, I wish he was much. the Attorney General at the yeah. first of Trump. Oh my gosh! Jeez, yeah. what a difference! Yeah, it's a where do they difference. find him too? I, that's an so he was uh, Attorney General in really? the past. I think. Yeah, the Bush. I want to. I think Bush Senior administration. Then he. Uh, went back to, I guess, just a corporate world. He retired, and then he came back um, when Trump asked him, basically. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So this whole, like, all... And he has, like, a lot of money, apparently, too. So this whole thing about him being in 
Trump's pocket or just wanting to, you know, he's like, he, he had no reason to come back basically. Like he just came back because he wanted to, like he wanted to kind of help. He saw a need yeah. basically. Right. Right. Well, that's awesome. I mean, <laughs> some of those responses and I did get a chance to watch a little bit of the stream for that session that he had with uh, Congress, but um, it was pretty interesting. It was just really annoying because they would keep cutting him off. They wouldn't let him respond to their questions. It was just, they were just, you know, trying to, they knew he would, he would be able to get around a lot of the stuff they were, you know, throwing at it's him. It's just but, theatrics. That's what yeah. 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 They're looking for a soundbite and they just never right, got it. Yeah. <laughs> but man, his patience was unbelievable. His patience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, can you imagine like sitting there and just getting berated by that? And then, you know, like he at one point he had waited about an hour because they had to delay uh, the questioning for about an hour because Jerry Nadler got into a car accident or something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And so uh, so they delayed it. So then he was like, can we take a break? Cause you know, I'm getting hungry and I, I had to, we had to wait here an extra hour because you know, of the delay and Jerry Nadler was, yeah, I think part of that was at the end of that clip or whatever, yeah. but yeah. Uh, he was basically like, Oh, we only have a few minutes and you know, we can, if you want, <laughs> I think, I don't know if they ended up giving it to him or not, but I think they, they um, did. I, th- I saw another yeah. clip that it, they ended up, he gave the break. Uh, you know, it's always a re- gut reaction. Like, you know, he was trying to, I think they're always trying to show how strong they are. And mm-hmm. so his gut reaction was like, oh, I'm going to, no, you can't, you know, I'm, you know, I'm being strong and showing, out, showing myself to be a strong leader by not taking any whatever. I mean, know, he got to sneak in on that. Yeah. That's not fair. He, yeah. he got to take a break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, he got a yeah, can't bargain a little nap, a little five-minute nap, a little food. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, uh, either way, you know, uh, we have established he's he's very cool. But um, you know what's not cool is uh, China sending us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice segue. <laughs> you know what's not cool? <laughs> um, <laughs> how, do you, how do you transition from? It's Bill not Barton cool. To- You're right, man. <laughs> 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 so uh, basically, uh, this week, a, a news report came out where random people were getting sent mystery seeds. They don't know what kind of seeds or anything uh, from China. So we'll play a clip for you from a, a little news bite. People across the U.S. are receiving unsolicited packages from China. They appear to contain mystery seeds. Federal officials reported hundreds of the cases, while the state of Virginia says it's received over 1,000 calls and emails from seed recipients. Many of the packages have China Post written on the label, indicated of the country's state-run postal service. Officials from nearly 30 states have put up warnings, asking people not to open the packages and definitely not to plant the seeds. At this point in time, we don't have enough information to know if this is a hoax, a prank, an internet scam, or an act of agricultural bioterrorism. But what we do know is this, unsolicited seeds could be invasive and introduce unknown diseases to local plants, harm livestock, or threaten our environment. Seed receivers should contact the State Department of Agriculture for further instructions. 
Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbing defended the country's postal service, saying it follows all restrictions on sea deliveries. He also accused that the labels are fake and are not from China Post. U.S. authorities are currently testing the seeds. Meanwhile, the U.K. also got unsolicited seeds from China. The U.K. said it's investigating packages of seeds marked ear studs that are being sent to people in Britain. The packages mostly came from China and Southeast Asia. Local authorities warn the seeds may carry a biosecurity threat since they've bypassed the usual strict checks. Likewise, Canadian authorities wrote on Twitter that people in Canada have also been receiving unsolicited seeds, although they didn't say where the packages came from. So, uh, seeds from China. What do you guys <laughs> think? Uh... Beans. Bean <laughs> is, I'm going to say this. I, I really do believe China is very being very methodical and intentional about what's going on right now. Um, I know people are going to say, oh, you're being... Uh, over dramatic, but that China is uh, intentionally or allowed this kind of coronavirus to go out, and they are taking advantage of how s- countries are now focusing on trying to contain the virus. You know, they have the attack border clashes on the pack- on the Indian uh, Chinese border, and these seeds are going out to all fifty states. I went to UK uh, as well, um, mm. and some I think another country uh, to t- Taiwan. Uh, and so there's been cases on that. And so I, I know China, like, I, I feel like anything that China says, like, oh, no, it's not us. Like, I, I, I really put it in question. Now, the fact that it had China post on the envelope, you would think Chinese would be a little smarter about it. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was China sending these things out. And I'm sure there's going to be one person that's going to be like, oh, see, is that going to plant them? Um, and they're hoping banging on it because apparently all 50 <laughs> states have been sending out this warning. So uh, there's someone that's going to eventually be like, oh, I see a bag of seeds. I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to plant them. And, you know, I think China is being very methodical of trying to uh, ultimately yeah. find ways to just disrupt or just uh, the U.S. So and other countries that are in the way. what do you think it is, though? Like, do you think it's like... I, I think it's something that maybe if you plant it, it destroys maybe the plants around it or something. Like uh, maybe sucks the nutrients or kind of diverts it to it or i I mean i don't know genetically engineered to like cause some kind of disease or you know i want them to plant it in like a little pot you kind of see that way it doesn't affect other things (laughs) (laughs) please do not plant it oh god thanks invisible (laughs) yeah we don't want to plant any seeds yeah. Okay. Einstein's here today. Like, <laughs> you roll seeds. Tell us again you find out. Method. <laughs> pot. Put pot. Seeds. Put, put pot. You grow seeds. You find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're trying to test it. Like they're some of them are trying to test what it is, but the guys are like, it could be a hoax. I'm like, but it's sent to like 50 states. It's found in another uh, UK and Taiwan is the other country I was thinking about. So I'm like, they're ha- yeah, yeah, this, this is not a yes. prank. <laughs> And I, I believe some of the packaging like indicated something else. It didn't even say seeds on it. It like said some kind of other you know product uh, on yeah. it. But it, so yeah, it's just the yeah. alternative is that this is just actually a, an Amazon or um, gone wrong <laughs> online uh, account kind of uh, scheme in which it just focuses on building um, reviews of a product that helps the rankings of certain sellers. Uh, okay. okay. So there's, there's some, 
stories out there. I'm reading one on the IndieStar.com about the potential of this being more about uh, it's just it helps with your Amazon ranking if you can get reviews mm. and they send out to a real product or a fake product to fake addresses and yeah, it's it's a weird scheme. I, I don't know. know exactly how it all works, but it could no, be that. that but there's a more nefarious potential as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty elaborate <laughs> effort then if they're sending it to that. I know. Country. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's Corona plants. China virus seeds. <laughs> so uh, while China is catfishing us with their seeds, <laughs> liberals are getting woke fished by nonpartisan <laughs> or conservative guys. Man. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at this article, but uh, it seems like woke fishing is a thing now. Um, woke fishing is defined and Take this with a grain of salt because this is coming from Vice News, which I, I'm pretty surprised they're still around. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they buckled or something. But uh, woke fishing is when people masquerade as holding progressive political views to ensnare potential partners. A woke fish may at first present themselves as a protest attending, sex positive, anti racist, intersectional feminist who drinks ethically sourced oat milk. And has, <laughs> has red I'm sorry, women. I'm sorry, but women, you guys are dumb. If somebody drinks oat milk and you're like, "Yeah, he's a real man," oat milk. <laughs> Those two do not go together. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it sounds like, and it, it, this could have potentially gone back to even like 2016, apparently, uh, based on. Of course, on it did. This- I mean, I, I, I've yeah. been saying since 2016, there's no such thing as a male feminist. And- <laughs> <laughs> this is all just a ploy to well, get are these, uh, are, these people, are they people that like legitimately are trying to be feminists? They're like those like feminists that are feminists to like. Um, you know, get with a girl, but they're like, when, or are they, are they actually like, they don't believe in this kind of stuff, but they're just doing it to really get with a girl and then like sleep with her and then like bounce her. I don't know. I think it's more people. They're not, they don't have a belief, but maybe they'll represent that belief. Just no, to... watch some of the videos of these uh, people getting interviewed and look at the guys that are in the audience. I, I think they have challenges finding women in general. So, yeah. <laughs> like, here's an audience that no one else is around. <laughs> yeah. well, let me check it out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, that show on TLC uh, called 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. yeah. But there's, like, this one couple on there that I always think of uh, whenever it comes to the subject, which is, uh, I think his name is George and uh, Anfisa, Anfisa. Uh, I've heard, I think, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I know what you're talking about. Is that is he the weed seller? Yeah, 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 the yeah, weed seller. Yeah. So like you know, she's like berating him, doing like all this cruel stuff to him, and he's like taking it all, all because he you know basically thinks she's hot and wants to you know get in her pants essentially. Which I don't even know how he was able to do at that time because he was huge. But you know what? What do I know? So anyway, yeah, I mean, like, basically, I, I think this has gone on for probably years and years. It's just yeah. uh, probably a natural thing for a guy to just say whatever he can to get with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> it, 
that's always going to be an accusation of people like that. I think, you know, there's always a later people that are all going to say, just say that because they think that's, that's the crowd, what the crowd wants and they want to be, uh, to look good in front of the crowd, but they don't really mean the stuff that they are advocating. But then there's, there's that other factor of like, Oh, I want them. There's a girls who like me. If I, <laughs> if I do yeah. this, if I pretend to, to have these views. According to the Daily Wire article that I was kind of sourcing this from, you know, it, it says, uh, ultimately, most of the Wokefish relationships ended badly. And Vice points out that experts believe common beliefs on things like religion and politics are key to a strong partnership. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Well, listen, since the beginning of time, man has been attempting to do anything possible to get into woman's pants. Yeah. (laughs) So if they're like, these are women's, let me figure out a way to get in their pants. I mean, exactly. that's that's just the way it goes. And women are like, because you're a feminist, you've lost. I mean, I thought they also believe that men are inherently rapists. So like, you know, don't they kind of assume how, how are they getting woke fish? I don't get why you're letting your guard down. If all men are evil, unless men who spout out the same things you're saying, yeah, reduce their rapey rapiness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm sure you know most of these women would like to weed out uh, Trump supporters from dating profiles and everything. Yeah. Much like Seattle would love to remove its police department, <laughs> yeah. according to the New York Post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you these, do you have these written down? <laughs> I do. <laughs> They're on fleek today, dude. <laughs> Seattle moves to abolish their police department, according to the New York Post. So just a quote from the, the article itself. Uh, Seattle lawmakers want to abolish the city's police force and replace it with a community-led safety prevention program. <laughs> Uh, uh, I want to see how this works. Uh, <laughs> no, no, guys, listen. Let it play out. This will be an, an amazing oh, yeah. opportunity. I can't wait. I see wait. how this works. It's. I heard like a lot of uh, citizens in Seattle are like really upset about it, and like, yeah, there's a petition really? right yeah. now, twenty thousand signatures saying we do not want this to happen. I'm like, wow. where were you fools whenever they were electing these council people? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That are doing this nonsense. Did you maybe not they'll think come this? out this year? <laughs> they're essentially maybe like because yeah, all these protesters are in these democratic cities. They're essentially like protesting themselves because they voted these people and they voted the, their policies in, and it's like getting the right. kill. And now they're just I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. I would have to agree with Mr. Fury. I mean, I, I don't want to sound insensitive, but I kind of want to see where this is going. <laughs> I mean, it's just going to be them. It's going to be the same with everything else. Like they're going to blame Trump. They're going to say, "Oh, we this is a love fest." Like let let stop the peaceful protests. I, I didn't agree with Chaz, but I mean, there were a lot of memorable clips that came out of that. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, so you're saying you want to see this grow because of purely, uh, you know, scientific reason. Yeah, no, science. Right. This is not putting. This is, you want to put Seattle in a pot and see if it grows and then see what happens, just like the scene. like <laughs> like a Corona plant. <laughs> That's a solution for everything. L- let me <laughs> let me cover like what some of the uh, the bill you know covers essentially so under the bill cops would be replaced by community-led activities 
and organizations activities? focused on housing. Activities. So like bounce houses or like, like what? what, 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 what? <laughs> oh, that's just Chaz. That's what the housing refers to. So focused on housing, food security, and other basic needs, along with culturally relevant expertise rooted in community connections. According to documents posted by Christopher Rufo, director of Discovery Dude, Institute I Center on Wealth and Poverty. I wish they would send an Al Sharpton to somebody's house whenever somebody's trying to beat their wife. <laughs> I want to see what a community activist does. Like, uh, so, to gain, uh, this is more from the article, uh, to gain police department funding, groups must, must show they are well-versed in de-escalation skills along with trauma-informed, gender-affirming, anti-racist praxis. Oh, stop. <laughs> you know, if they spend a fraction of the time they creating these dumb manifestos and these statements on just finding a job, yeah. oh my God, this country would be like a job. 50% Get a job. GDP. That needs to be painted oh, on every street in get America. A get, a a get a job. Get a job, Tommy. You need a job, Tommy. That's a racist. That's a racist. Wait, are the liberals the Tommies of the United States? Basically? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tommy from Martin. Yeah, man, I'm going down to, to the activation of the uh, the group to speak. Wait, Wait, man, shut up. Job. Get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to use the uh, quote uh, Bruce Wayne's butler. There are some men aren't looking for anything logical. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. I think that describes Invisiboy, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the premise here that they're they're going to to uh, you know cut the police force, which will increase police response times, right, and the availability to quickly respond to major emergencies? Is that that's the basic premise? Like, how does this? Wait, how, does, the, how does that uh, work? I mean, if there's less police. Okay, how so, are they going to respond quicker? No, no, I'm not saying that's what's going to result. It's going to result in longer you know, wait times for yeah, police, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, my point is, my question is, how does defunding the police directly relate to whatever their main causes, which I assume is the reduction in the number of police murders or whatever they're th- claiming is the, the negativity behind the police? Like, again, defunding the police. Like, if you're saying to me, uh, you know, I don't like getting fat, so I'm going to defund my grocery bill, all right? So I'm still eating food. It's just not the right food. But, you know, like I'm just trying to figure out what is going on here that defunding the police is going to help this with. I think they think uh, maybe they think all these like altercations like with the bad cops are like happening with like these small misdemeanorish type things where they think maybe a social worker would be better equipped to handle that. I mean, that's like. Yeah, but defunding the police is not going to change that. I mean, don't you think, like, uh, maybe better, if that's really the truth, if that's really the facts, that everybody, they're wanting to reduce the number of people that are getting incarcerated or the number of uh, uh, violent altercations. I mean, reducing the police doesn't reduce the crime that these police have been historically addressing or going to to meet with, right? Right. How does this work? Yeah, like, I mean, again, like, the argument, I'm, I guess, is, like, yeah, the crime will still be the same, but, like, a lot of those, like, little petty crimes where apparently cops are just mowing people down um, versus just 
talking to them or giving them a some a glass of oat milk. They're uh, <laughs> <laughs> they need to be handled by I guess like social workers and like therapists and things like that, while cops only handle the most like violent or egregious of crimes. But doesn't uh, it sound like they're trying to get rid of the police altogether, though? That's what like, I think. Like, I think, I think it's, a, it's a similar thing to the whole like gun control argument. Like first it starts with assault rivals uh, or whatever th- that is, and then. But eventually, you know, they want like a full gun confiscation. And I think that's the same with the police. Um, which, well, like you know, in the article, they're talking. Okay. Well, no, no, I, I just don't. I guess I, yeah, I don't really understand the long game behind this. I would think the uh, liberals would want like uh, like complete control, like given to the government. Um, well, yeah. I guess the police would just be a state. A state issue, but so so. I'm so reading this article, uh, NewYorkPost.com, where it says uh, it's it's titled the the What does defund the police really mean, and how would it work? So they're saying defunding the police would reduce public spending on police departments, potentially resulting in fewer cops and more money available to spend on other services that advocates believe would lead to reductions in crime. So it's not just about taking away money from the police; it's about reinvesting those dollars into Black communities. Black Lives Matter. Co-founder Patrice Cullors told Boston's WBUR radio. So basically she's saying communities that have been deeply divested from communities that some have never felt the impact of having true resources. We have to reconsider what we're resourcing. I'm saying we're having an economy of punishment over economy of care. So basically take the money from the police, give it directly to the community because they will be able to do things and provide resources to people so they won't feel the need to rob banks or each other. That's that's the premise. Yeah, because the police departments are are, are are the largest expenditure of a city, right? You know, local cities, I'd say 50 to 60% of their budgets are devoted to police and fire, mm-hmm. all right? Which is generally the, the primary duties of government described in our constitution is to protect life, right? So right. you spend 60 to 70%, and they're, and they're saying, let's take out a portion of that and just give it to the community. So socialism is, I guess, another word you can use. But all right, so <laughs> never mind. So basically give it to the community, and therefore they will be like, now I have bread in, in my pantry. I don't have to go and steal or take drugs or commit suicide or do any of the other things that police Or loot the Nike store. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my Jordans, give everybody Jordans, and we're good. We can stop crime in its tracks. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can see what what they're thinking about that. I just don't think it's going to go well for them. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's assuming everybody uses the money in a you know correct way, right? Yeah. But the issue with that is, is if everyone used money in the correct way, a lot of people wouldn't be in poverty. That's like the the, <laughs> the whole point. So. It's basically a wealth, well, welfare. It's a welfare, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Well, it, yeah, it's just like why any business wouldn't like invest in the projects or the hood. Or they, I mean, they're just end up getting like looted or robbed or shot. Like, what? I mean, what's the difference between like a private business or like just government money, like going into those areas? Yeah, right. I, I think they always there, there's always that focus. I think it's ultimately, Mister Frias. I think it's two thoughts. It's either. They're just trying to do that for to for more of a virtue signaling to uh, to the people that are getting angry, or they really do believe that this is going to 
be effective and solve the problem. And it always comes back down to like, well, if we change the situation and, you know, gave them money or placate whatever we think they're furious about, then it's going to stop them from being upset. It always comes down to who, to the internal, (laughs) internal motivations that we have. Can having bread in your pantry, as you were saying, really stop people from robbing or stealing or doing the things that they that ultimately require the police to be involved. Yeah. It's funny to me that these are the same city councilmen that have personal protection and, you know, they have funding for security of their own homes, but yet they're, they're knocking off security for, for a large segment of the population. So, you know, wasn't it the police department that eventually, you know, rooted uh, Chaz out of existence and cleaned up everything? Right. And so now that, you know, they'll be drastically reduced, I mean, this just gives more of a chance for that type of stuff to come Yay, back. Or, more Chazes. <laughs> so I'm all for it. I just want to see yeah, new Chaz, <laughs> new Chaz. Well, what would you do if that happened in your hometown? Like the defunding movement? Like, would you wait to see it happen? <laughs> no. <laughs> see if no, a Chaz developed? <laughs> <laughs> because I, 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 I'm not that dumb. <laughs> I would definitely, you know, fight that back if I could, you know, but I just, you know, in my personally, my town, I I doubt that's ever going to (laughs) happen. But who who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Right. Maybe Seattle started out as a very, very conservative place one time, one at one point. I don't know. Inception of time when the earth was formed. (laughs) When Starbucks was being formed. (laughs) (laughs) Then they started making money. And then <laughs> yeah. it was came. We want it too. We didn't earn it. We want it. You <laughs> know, <laughs> people who want things that they don't earn. Have you heard that story about Alyssa Milano? She thinks she's being shadow banned. Um, all that's she's uh, very uh, mad that uh, Joe Rogan has quote three times as many subscribers to his podcast than she has. But she has a podcast. Yeah, maybe she is. I didn't know she had a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know I cared about Alyssa Milano's podcast either. She's comparing herself (laughs) to the biggest podcast in the world right now. Like, what is is she thinking? When did Charmed come out? I I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Charmed. Yeah, man, I need to go back and rewatch some of those riveting episodes. She was only funny when she was on Who the Who's the Boss. When did that come out? 1984. (laughs) Yeah, crazy Uh, this girl. So you know, I, I actually you know saw a lot a lot of this on Twitter because you know that's where she she did this. I mean, this person is a crazy, she's a crazy person. Like she wrote like a 20, 20 tweet string and just made, put all these complaints out there. And one of them was, uh, among other Donald Trump is bad, uh, whoever voted for him, you know, one of them was about this Joe Rogan thing. And that's what everybody kind of grabbed on (laughs) and just started like, tormenting her to no end on Twitter and you know has she responded since since then I have not seen any kind of response from her um but you know like it it was just it was hilarious just to see like how many people pointed out the fact that like one nobody knew she even had a podcast and two she like you said she compared it to like the number one podcast in the world 
So it was uh, it was pretty sad. I, I, again, you know, I think whenever somebody posted up a couple of screenshots of uh, her, one of her ep- podcast episodes versus one of Joe Rogan's, and she had like 215 subscribers, and Joe Rogan had like over a million. I, I forgot the exact number, <laughs> but it was like close to two million or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like nobody cares about Alyssa Milano, and I, I, I don't know how or why she's become she's come to the forefront of news in the last couple of years, especially during uh, the Me Too movement. But yeah. uh, she somehow has arisen, and uh, you know. I wonder what type of people those two hundred and fifteen people are. <laughs> um, probably the same feminists that are getting, uh, you know, woke fished by yeah. you know, people in the earlier article. <laughs> They're the They're people probably... that receive the seeds <laughs> yeah. across the United States. <laughs> They're the woke moms. The Walla moms. There's probably a list. Yeah, Walla moms. <laughs> <laughs> so They're all that are said, the uh, exact opposite of our viewers, right, guys? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, reading. I'm reading Alyssa Milano's uh, rant. One of them is pretty funny. He's like, "We've got a president who's so orange and horrible that he doesn't care who knows he's orange and horrible. Actually, his horrible is a strategy. It's a campaign strategy. So is the orange. Like, okay, seriously, this is why you don't have any subscribers. If this is the content that you're putting out." I'm worried I mean, about I, Joe Rogan. It, it sounds like something a drunk person would say. Like maybe she got like hammered and just went on a Twitter rant. Hey, you've reached the end of part one to this podcast, but there is a part two, so be sure to check it out this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later.